words. But when you receive them, fine, fine, fine. The same thing makes the policing work easier for them. I know there will always be some people who would take advantage because we respect them. They kill us. It is better to die doing good than saying he was fighting the police and get killed. It is better to say he respected every policy in the, in the company though he was fired. It's not good to resist. I can't stand my supervisor, I can't stand my manager, I can't stand my director, I did all these things. Get, forget that we have to be under authority. The absence of authority in any room, as I have said, brings trouble. It begins at home, civil government, school, business, and place and society at large. As a Christian, our authority is the divine words of the Lord Jesus. The need for authority in religious matters. Does everybody have a right to his or her own beliefs? You can believe whatever you like. Do we have such rights? Or does anybody have a right to worship God on his or her own terms? The answer is emphatic no. Why not? In Isaiah 55, 8 through 11, God declares, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways, my ways. That is what causes this problem. God's way of seeing things is quite unlike the way we see it. So you cannot bring your own way of seeing things to apply the worship of God. His ways are higher than ours, as the heaven is higher than the earth. His word must not fail, must accomplish his desire and succeed in the matter for which God sent him. Clearly, human word cannot accomplish God's goal. Man's word cannot even accomplish man's desires. The inspired word in the book of Jeremiah 10.23 states, Lord, I know the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man who walks to direct his way. Our way of... Let me leave it there. I will come back to it. In Proverbs 14, 12, the inspired writer laments over the futility of man's way. There is a way that seems right to man, but its end is death. There are so many things. Now when they start to, now they go to the most states, the legalized marijuana and all these things, and then the way seems good, and then we can sit anywhere and the end is our bread. And so many other drugs go on and go on and go on until we dismantle our own homes. 
We can't pay rent. We can't pay anything. We can't feed the children. Drops. And after we lose it, who we are. But the way we looked at it first looks so nice. We move with our own age group and then we do those things that are so happy to do. We end up on the street. We have no place to take showers. No place to wash ourselves. You cannot be anymore in the society of men. You are an animal. What brought about that? Where are men? Look so nice. So good. The end of it is now I see here I want to bring us the way of men how it conflicts with the way of God for example you can see Moses Moses is talking rashly striking the, the rock two times that is not what God told him to say. He only told him to tell the story. And where of man, get a little bit high up. Zealous about God and how people behave. That caused Moses a change of leadership. And deprived him of that land that he suffered so much. If anybody deserved to have been in that land. Moses was number one, but he couldn't. The way of man. He gave instruction that God didn't tell him to. The way of man. Now we see here also we see Saul, King Saul. He lost kingship. Go and destroy Amalek. All the things that you see there, destroy them. They are abomination before me. I don't want them. Oh, I brought them. No sacrifice to the Lord. Lost his kingship. You see that in 1 Samuel 20, 22. We see King David. You can't just not blame David so much here because it's a long time they forgot how to carry the Ark of the Covenant. He thought it was glorious. made a cart drawn by a horse or a mule. And that ends up dying. The way of man is not the way of God. Somebody lost his life that day. David stopped dancing. was not happy anymore. And we see here, we see also Aaron losing two sons one day. Imagine as we come here to worship, <laughs> two people drop dead. It would be very difficult for us to continue this thing, but that is how serious God is. He told Aaron not even to move out there lost two sons. Strange fire. Why all this thing happening so strong? Why God so strict about all these things he does? For our sake. 
That is, when I say something, don't take it for a joke. And I tell us today, in this very assembly that we are worshipping now, we are worshipping the same God. He never changes. And what he says he will do to us at the end, a lot of people argue that God is merciful, he can never have hell. He has. If he didn't have, he wouldn't say it. He has. He has blessings. He has cursing. He has death. Is a consuming fire. God is love. It scares me a lot when 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 people take the do things in the in the congregation in the church. God commanded us not to have division. Why why do we have all the denominations today? It is the first statement that Christ cried, 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 and prayed that we should not be divided. Where do we get Methodists then? Jehovah's Witnesses and all the names that we have in the world. If we have followed this simple Bible, because whatever we don't see in the Bible, we stop. We wouldn't have all these things. And this division denomination has given Christianity most them that if you hear how non-Christians derides us, laugh at us, if the Holy they blaspheme the Holy Spirit because of us. If the Holy Spirit guided you, why would you have all these same different teachings? And it's a hard question to answer. Think it yourself. How did we get before? In the Old Testament it was always do not turn to the left or to the right or to the left. Go. Remember? A prophet is sent from Judah. Go to Israel. Do not come back on the same way. Don't eat. Don't drink. He turned to the right. He turned to the left. He ended up there. Why? To teach us something today. And we just ignore it and ignore it. Eventually, we are going to be there. Now, we come back here See what um, all happened to. Now we come. Let's come closer a little bit to New Testament. In the Old Testament, the law, the authority, was the law of Moses. In the New Testament, the authority is the law of Christ. And we better pay heed. Just like the people under the law of Moses did not get it easy when they broke the law. But Christ would 
never punish us it gives us the right portion of punishment while we are here on earth. We will leave it to eternity. And that is very serious. It's not just dropping there and then you are gone. So all things happen from to, to the Old Testament people, for example, they were written down so that it is ad admonition. It is so that I can stand here and say what I'm saying now. What happened to them? Let it not happen to us. It's a reality. They are teaching us. And if we ignore it, that is the reason the Old Testament examples were written down. So that it is not God's pleasure that any of us should lose. We shouldn't, none of us should, we don't, we don't want anybody to get lost. God doesn't like any of us missing. He wants all of us to be saved. So the Old Testament, we read in 1 Corinthians 1, 20. Where is the wise when, when we try to think, because I, I go to other, especially funeral, when I go to denomination, because Frederick is dead, and there, on saying all these things and then I want to walk away but I said for respect I keep on taking all those things that I don't always feel so happy to see all this where do you get that idea where do you have that knowledge you said our committee approved it this we are sinners Whatever the, the organization head, but here Christ is the head. Our headquarters is in heaven. We don't put it in Washington or anywhere. So, so, so I ask, where is the wise man? God says, First Corinthians twenty. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? In 1 Corinthians 3, 19 to 20, we read, For the wisdom of this world is foolishness before God. For it is written, He is the one who catches the wise in their craftiness. Again, the Lord knows the reasoning of the wise that they are, that they are useless. But these people worship me, honors me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. But in vain do they worship for teaching is the doctrine of men, the precept of men. The Bible is loaded with preponderance of all evidence that man's wisdom renders God's worship in vain, empty, worthless, unacceptable. And that is all there is. Every 
And you know where the blind, living and blind goes to? Well, it's a pit. If there's fire, they fall. <laughs> they can't go anywhere. We are talking about the need for authority in religious matters. To be self-righteous does not make God's approval. Does not mean God's approval. No matter how sincere and zealous the worshippers may be, as Paul says, prays for his fellow Jewish people, brethren, and testifies about them that they have zeal for God, but not in accordance with knowledge, for they not knowing about God's righteousness and seeking to establish theirs, they did not subject themselves to the righteousness of God. You see that in Romans 10, 1 and 3. Worshipping in ignorance does not make the sincere worshipper acceptable to God, because such worshipping is void of the word of God. Therefore, without faith, Knowing faith comes from hearing the word of Christ and acting upon the strength of the word. Apostle Paul brought this to light. To worshippers in ignorance as he stood in the midst of the Ereticus and said, Men of Athens, I observe that you are religious in all respects. For while I was passing through the, and examining the objects of your worship, I also found an altar with this inscription to an unknown God. Therefore, what you worship in ignorance, this I proclaim to you. We read this in Acts 17, 22-23. The hearing by the word of God for Christ comes in. This condition also confirms that it is impossible to please God without faith. But hey, everything we have faith. Whether you are a Christian or not, there is faith. But that is not the faith we are talking about here. After all, we drive our car out of faith that the car is going to move and we are going to reach where we are going. We take off the plane on faith that is going to cross over the Atlantic or Pacific and drop us in California or in China. Faith. <laughs> but that is not the faith we are talking about in this kingdom. The faith that we are referring to here is only hearing the word of Christ. And it says, without faith, it's impossible to please Him. And you know, without God's word, if man gives us word to have faith on, we're worshipping in vain. It goes this way. It always goes that way. Whatever does not originate from God, whatever is not authorized by the one who came here and suffered and died and shed his blood and established this church, a kingdom. And graciously gave Peter the key to open the door of this kingdom. And we all entered 3,000 on that same day. That same kingdom continues till it comes. 
If it's not authorized by him, worshiping in vain. And it is the most wasteful thing that we can do in this earth. Leave our homes. There are people who are doing whatever they like in the world. Why should we restrict ourselves? In the end, we worship in vain. We worship with our money, with our time. Do you know how much time we spend studying the Bible? And trying somebody curse you and then you refuse to. Somebody slaps you and then you control yourself. Yeah? Says all the bad things that are on the street and you restrict your tongue. And you do all that for nothing. And you come here and end up worshipping God in vain. And, and God said, I don't want to see you. The same God who established a very good temple in Jerusalem got disgusted with that temple. Do you want? We are now the temple. He has adorned us with all the glory of His Son. All the blessings in heavenly places. Who, what are the blessings there? Remission of sin? Uh, we have justification. We have sanctification. You name all those blessings that He has poured on us in this kingdom. And after, on the end, God tells us, Go, I don't know you. That is the saddest thing and the most wasteful time on earth. If we have started, if by the grace of God we listened to the gospel and we accepted the gospel and we came into this kingdom, it is our right to see that whatever is taught, the doctrine that is here in the lost church is oracle of God. The doctrine is not man's. Mike has been saying that. He said, it's not my word. And this is the only, only in the lost church you can hear a, a preacher say, believe what the Bible says. Not what I say because I can make mistake. I'm a human being. Other places they tell you, say, because I say so. You better take what I tell you. And I wouldn't even be here because they say, you have no qualification to be here. Who ordained you? Who made you so and so and so? Which seminary did you go? But in the lost church, anybody could be trained. Brought up, and it will help to propagate the gospel of Christ, just like the early people did. They did not go to any university, but it's not bad to have university people teaching us, because there are so many things that we wouldn't know. But when it becomes a doctrine of that professor, 
PhD, the intelligence and wisdom. And I always look at it this way. The, the, the Gentiles, the Greek people could have been the first to know God. They tried all their best. They couldn't come. Every time I read their own philosophy and all these Socrates and all these people, they get so close as to finding something about God. And yet, they couldn't. And God says, by wisdom, the world never came to know God. And I want also to say something about worshipping in ignorance. I studied Job. I had assignment by my I said, let me go and study this job. I see. He told us to read, and then I read it every time. I couldn't understand so much. So I said, let me study. What I found out in Job was that the all those generations, that generation, they knew God through the creation. And when God wanted to challenge Noah, Brought Noah face to face. He was, all, the gospel was nature. What he has created, the universe, the orderliness, he kept on, he kept on the animal kingdom and so on, the season. And I said, oh, Paul is right when he says, Man, you have no excuse. Even those who never had law. They knew there was God. But they did not give Him the glory. The Jew people knew there was God through creation. And they gave Him the glory. So, now that we have the scripture, this last days, we're taking it from Christ only. Not from Pope. Not from any de- denomination. Head. Hebrews 1 1 will tell us that. That in these last days, God has spoken to us through Christ. And that's the end. He took Moses off the screen. Elijah left. And Jesus alone. And he said, this is my son. Listen to him. And he has given judgment to the son that we may honor him as we honor the father. There are people preaching out there every day. He said, worship God straight. straight. You, don't have, you don't have to. God doesn't have a son. You don't have to. But we know for sure, when men tried to worship God all by themselves, they couldn't do it. They couldn't. It is, man needed a Savior. And that Savior came in Jesus. And without Jesus, you cannot get to the Father. Who are you? You are not holy enough. If Moses could not keep all the laws and... Do you think you could... Please God, by your own self-righteousness, we have to put on Christ. Put Christ and Christ is our righteousness. 
So if you are not in the kingdom of Christ, if you're not a Christian, this is what I advise you to do. Mark 16, 16, he that he believes and is baptized. Today, if we ask somebody, say, go and make disciples, he just said, do you believe in Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? I say, yes. He said, you are a Christian. That's man's theory. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. In answer to the apostle, what the greatest question was, what shall we do? Men and brethren, repent all of you and be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Now, after that, Christ, God will, Christ will put you into his kingdom. And in this kingdom, see Ephesians 1, 3. All spiritual blessings are in Christ. Without Christ, or you wouldn't share. So, if you're ready at any time to be a Christian, to be in Christ, by asking, water baptism will put you in there. And you will enjoy all the blessings that are there. Thank you.